The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Hi, this is Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to Cool Jazz Favorites. Hi, this is Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to Easy Listening Jazz Favorites. Okay. Hi, this is Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to KUCI Irvine 88.9. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening to Our Digital Future. Every Thursday morning, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., we like to talk about libraries, museums, and archives here with me, Busy, And you just heard um, 9 to 9.30 a.m. public affairs programming with Red Does Research, Science in the Real World with Red. So now, if you have any questions, check out KUCI.org. And we've got a very special guest on the phone. We've got Taz Morgan. Thanks for calling in. How's it going? Um, KUCI, we've got Taz Morgan today. Oh, wait. There she goes. Hello. Hi. Sorry about that. Okay. So we've got um, Taz calling in from Loyola Marymount. That's in L.A., California, for everybody listening online. How's your morning going so far? It's going well. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. That's very good to have you because, you know, a lot of people we've had on the air before, and you're a media archivist. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And we love filming media here on Our Digital Future, and we love archiving and everything that it looks like you do. How did you get into that? Tell us your educational and life background. What led you to this path you're, you're taking today? Uh, well, I have an undergraduate uh, degree in comparative lit- literature, but I was very interested in film, and I went to a small liberal arts school, Um, So we didn't have, like, a film production um, major, but we did have a film studies minor, and it focused on, like, history theory. And uh, from that interest, I thought, hmm, you know, film archives are kind of cool, and I ended up having an internship at a film archive in New York, and had a bunch of different internships at different uh, small uh, media archives, um, mostly related to nonprofits or museums. And um, I kind of wanted, I wanted to become more of a professional uh, archivist. And so then I applied for a master's program in Amsterdam called Preservation and Presentation of the Moving Image. And I got accepted and um, graduated in 2011. Wow, so you were in Amsterdam for a few years? Uh, yeah, for a little, for a year. The program um, was a year and a half. Um, and one year you're in the classroom in Amsterdam, and then for half a year you do a full-time inter- internship. That's exciting. You have a lot of opportunities, and that was just recently. So how did you get your current position at the Loyola Marymount University in L.A. as a media archivist? 
Well, um, it's kind of interesting. I started out at Loyola Marymount as kind of a project, a temporary project um, archives assistant. And I got the job through a recruiting sort of consulting agency called LAC Group. And um, Loyola Marymount put an ad in with LAC Group looking for a project archivist for a two to three month uh, project. And they were looking for somebody with experience uh, with video. And so I, I applied through LAC Group and then interviewed at LMU and was hired. And that initial three-month project turned into eight months. Um, so that was really great to get my foot in the door here um, with a collection um, of public of cable access television shows, and I created Finding Aid. And then after that three month or sorry eight month period. Um, after the project ended, I worked for a small DVD company that releases sort of archivally restored silent films uh, to the public. And then a few months later, LMU called me back and said, oh, we have this other new television collection. Would you want to come back and work on another process processing project? So I returned to LMU uh, last May and um, worked again through an LAC group contract and then last August was brought on actually as a LMU employee, so no longer under LAC group. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's been a it's a, it's been an interesting uh, journey since finishing uh, my degree. That's what I was um, worried about as an archivist. There's just so many projects that are just you know grant related, short term or mm -hmm. contracts. So it's really like an unknown future. Sometimes like a I feel like an actor or any film employee. So it's really great to have your employment now at Loyola Marymount. Yeah, and I mean, this, again, is, it's a one-year, <laughs> one-year appointment. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't, I sort of thought that going into archives, I would have more of a clear-cut path, but I'm finding if you want to work on interesting projects, you really have to create your own path and kind of seek out opportunities and, in a way, sell yourself. And <laughs> yeah. At least, yeah, you keep getting great projects. And wasn't one of those the KCT archivist? Right. That's the project I'm working on now. Um, we acquired a large gift from KCET. Um, it's two of their kind of flagship news and public affairs programs, Life and Times, and then California Connected. And Life and Times was a nightly show which aired from 1992 to 2007. 
if I recall correctly. So we have over uh, 3,000 programs and um, we arranged it, we kind of got a hold of the physical um, arrangement and the videotapes, but um, as probably a lot of listeners, your listeners know, video is not um, a great long-term archival archival medium. The physical carriers just don't have um, a long lifespan. So in order to preserve these videotapes, uh, you need to digitize. And so that's kind of what I've been researching um, since it's since video files are so large, we're kind of having to, to do a lot of, um, we're trying to weigh our options of how we want to store these files. Do we want to just store them on hard drive or a dedicated surf server or um, we're looking into hosted storage from different repositories. But it's a really huge undertaking. Um, we need at least, you know, fifty terabytes of, of storage space, and, and that's a that's really big. Do you um, watch these episodes from the nineties? No, I haven't really seen them. Uh, we don't have the playback equipment. Um, these. These episodes or these broadcast masters are on Betacam, digital Betacam, and one-inch open reel tapes, and uh, we don't have those those tape decks here. Thankfully, um, KCT gave us a lot of documentation surrounding the episodes, so we have program descriptions. For the episode, so I know I like I have an idea of what content is on the tapes, but I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch them. So I'm really excited about the opportunity to get to digitize these tapes and then to watch um, some of the episodes and get a better idea of the content. Um, but that's sort of our goal is to to use the videotapes in, um, in classrooms and, and kind of do some outreach with some of the professors on campus who are interested in Los Angeles history or, or media studies or television history, see how they can use um, these, these episodes in their teaching. Yeah, I heard LMU is a great... Um campus for studying of film and media so that's exciting and you've been in um, LA County area for a couple years now but um, you grew up on the east coast um I grew up in Chicago uh, so I'm from Chicago but moved around a lot after college lived in New York and then lived in Amsterdam and I've been in uh, LA for two years now Oh, that's exciting. So Chicago, New York, Amsterdam, mm-hmm. L.A., um, what's your favorite <laughs> place so far? Oh, that's hard to say. They're all so different. They're 
But I do really love um, L.A. because there are so many, um, so many film and media creators here. So I think there are a lot of opportunities for people who want to preserve um, the interesting interesting things that people are producing. Um, I also just love uh, silent and classic films. So LA is a great place just to watch to watch movies. There are amazing um, classic and repertory cinemas here. Um, the UCLA Film and Television Archive has a lot of uh, programs. The Egyptian Theater uh, Egyptian Theater and the Aero Theater, um, Cine Family. So it's it's a great place to meet other cinephiles or other uh, preservationists who will, who just care about our cinematic history. Have you been to Home Movie Day LA? I actually I haven't. No. Um, I've been to the one in Chicago and New York and Amsterdam, but not the one in L.A. But I do think that uh, Home Movie Day is is a wonderful event to kind of get the public to understand more about what it it is that archivists do and the importance of our media history. That's exciting to participate in Home Movie Day all over the world, basically. That's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went my first time this past year, and it seems like a really great organization that um, yeah, LA is lucky to have. And as um, being here two years now, there's also the LA Film Festival and then the AFI Film Festival. That It's really mm-hmm. fun, all the film people coming together, but I'm sure they have festivals everywhere you've probably been to. In Chicago and New York. Yeah, um, I've, last year was uh, I went to a screening of Napoleon that was presented by the San Francisco Silent Film Festival. Uh, so, if you're interested in, in silent film, um, they they have they have a festival in July, which is really great. I go to a lot of screenings at the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Um, yeah, it's a, California is, is a really great place um, to just get involved and and to go to these film festivals. Uh, the TCM Classic Film Festival also shows really rare, rare films sometimes. Yeah, it's really interesting to come from Chicago. I know I was there just um, six times in two years for grad school, and it's very different. I feel like the Midwest is still a big city, but there's really great differences to tra- to travel between LA and Chicago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I actually grew up in a suburb of Chicago, and um, but it was nice in high school to go to go into the big city and. Um, see sort of art house films or foreign films and experimental films at places like the Gene Siskel Film Center and Facets. Um, and that kind of is what got me interested in, in this master's program was 
I wanted to make these films that I loved that were kind of rare um, more accessible and just have other people be able to see them. Um, I was just so excited about about these documentaries or experimental films and I just thought it was a shame that they were sort of hiding in, in the dark and so it was my dream to to make make these things more accessible um, and to be able to program or curate shows um, was kind of a, a dream of mine. Do, do you have that ability at LMU? Um, well, we don't have any screenings um, coming up. There may be an opportunity to have a little exhibition in our in one of our exhibition cases right outside of the Department of Archives and Special Collections. I think we want to highlight some of the Los Angeles public television programs that we have and talk about the importance of non-commercial local television and and just the value of of that history. So in the summer, um, we may have a little exhibit up. um, That's something we're kind of working on now or just in the beginning stages. My my boss, uh, Cynthia Beck, the head of my department, sort of mentioned that she was interested in in highlighting these collections and talking more about our media holdings because it is kind of a new new collecting I wouldn't say it's a new collecting focus, but media preservation is kind of a new thing for our department. Uh, We have very strong holdings in Los Angeles history and have a great manuscripts collection. Um, And then we also have the University Archives, which is the repository for the university's history. Um, But we are just beginning to kind of develop strategies for for media preservation so this exhibition would sort of focus on that do you have any of Huell Hauser's California Gold we we don't all of those programs went to Chapman University oh here in Orange County uh, since he passed recently that's comes up in my mind when you talk about local California history, public broadcasting. It's sad to right. hear. Yeah. I, um, I've actually, this is another project that's kind of in the beginning stages is an LA TV news archive. Um, Siobhan Hagen, who you interviewed uh, I think a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, the audiovisual preservation specialist at UCLA Library is interested in uh, creating a consortium of LATV news uh, collecting institutions and kind of maybe creating an online portal that uh, has some some footage online. And so we talked about getting Chapman University involved um, 
And that would be a great partnership and talking about uh, bringing these collections together and maybe sharing the cost of digital storage. But again, this is just an idea in the initial stages, but there's a lot of exciting, exciting opportunities out there. Yeah, it's great when archivists can get together and librarians and everybody in the same field and work together and just share the access to all the all the knowledge and information and just mm-hmm. promote what's out there. I think a lot of people don't realize the resources available to them. For instance, um, on your campus, is the, the community welcome to come and see your collection? Oh, yes, yes. Um, anyone can make an appointment at the Department of Archives and Special Collections and view and view these tapes. Um, one caveat is that they aren't digitized. We do have some of the programs on DVD, uh, but if somebody wants to watch the tapes, we'll have to um, send them to an, a vendor to digitize them before they can view them. Do you carry also the thesis film projects of past film graduates? The School of Film and Television uh, does that. I think our university archivist would love to love to work with them on that, um, but they, the library right now, does not collect the thesis films. It's really the School of Film and Television is collecting them. Oh yeah, it's interesting even on the campuses how there's different departments that need to work together even on the local mm-hmm. smaller scale. Yeah, we're the campus I think is realizing more and more that video is kind of the medium of now or of the future and more and more entities on campus are creating video, like our athletics department is recording basketball games, um, communications and public relations are, you know, creating, um, creating video content. And so uh, we're trying to create sort of a campus-wide dig- digital asset management system for all these videos that are created on campus. So it is interesting um, to meet other people on campus and to collaborate a little bit um, and figure out some of the solutions for for our video needs. Yeah, visual arts in general can be applied to every major on campus and Everything goes back, I think, to ways to archive visual resources and media. So it's great you are where you are. I want to remind everybody we're listening. We're talking with Taz Morgan right now, the media archivist at Loyola Marymount University. And what do you see um, yourself doing in the future for media archiving and um, after (laughs) Loyola? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, my work is moving more into the digital realm. Um, Since I'm working with video, 
Um, it moves. It's yeah. It's moving more into digitization and digital preservation. So, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. Yeah, I think I'll be just learning more about about managing digital video or digital media. Um, Do you create any media on the as like a hobby or on the side or anything? I don't. I've. I've I would love to do that. I'm very interested in in documentaries, <laughs> um, but no, I I've sort of haven't considered myself an artist or a filmmaker, just more of a appreciator and preservationist. But I do have um, I made a few student uh, films as an undergrad, and would love to kind of kick pick up that pick that up as a hobby um you can make a documentary on all the <laughs> archivists in california the media archivists <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i love how your show you you interview librarians and archivists and it's almost a neat like oral history mm -hmm. project in a way um to, to see what archivists and librarians are doing now to kind of deal with digital um, materials. And it's really a snapshot of what's going on in the field right now. Well, thank you. It's been, I think, since summer of 2010 when I okay. started my graduate program in library science, I decided to start this show. So... It has been, yeah, very interesting to see what everyone does all over. All types of archivists are out there, all types of librarians, and all types of libraries and archives, and everyone has their different access and their different collection and different ways of going about and preserving, conserving, collecting. And it's just great to see all the opportunities out there for everyone, even people, patrons that just want to use the resources. I think it's great to get the the word out, spread the word to the community that these are these are out here for you and in order for us to continue existing it's good to let people know that we're here and that the resources are available. Right, I mean the reason that we're here is, is for for the users or for our patrons. I mean we're we're not we get our meaning from from youth and from from the use of these materials. So I think uh, the job of, a, of an archivist or a librarian partially is to, to be an advocate for what we do and to get people, you know, interested in these materials and just have people understand what archives are. <laughs> um, that's, that's just one thing that I think is really is really great about um, these professional associations like the Society of, of American Archivists and AMIA, the Association of Moving Image Archivists, um, is to, to get the public to understand more what, what goes on behind these closed doors and, and to open up the field a bit more to, to use and reuse. Exactly, and I thank you for your time here, Taz. 
for coming on Our Digital Future. Um, the show's about to be over, and we learned a lot about what you do at Loyola Marymount. And in, as a media archivist in L.A., welcome to California, even though you've been here two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, Viva. It's great to talk to you. Oh, you're welcome, and have a good day today in the archives and figuring out all about that California public access and... Hopefully we get to see that soon in the 90s California footage. Yeah, yeah. It's a great part of L.A. history. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. So that there was Taz Morgan here on Our Digital Future on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And I want to thank you for listening to our public affairs show here about libraries museums and archives every Thursday morning 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and stay tuned for the 10 a.m. to noon music two hours or so with World Without Words exploring fine instrumentality with Marmar stay tuned in the meantime here's some more Boards of Canada for you